Welcome back to the 2018 uh, edition of the Illegal Hands to the Face podcast. Uh, in case you forgot, my name is Steve. And I'm John. And John, and John's on the other end. Uh, I couldn't point and throw shit at him because uh, we're on the phone, so if you hear some some interference or something, I apologize. Uh, technology is jacking with us. But uh, yeah, anyway. It's been a while. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Gotta get back in the groove here. Gotta get it back in the back in the the groove, as I just said. Um <laughs> uh, Okay, so we'll figure this out. So uh John, what's uh what's kinda of been going on since we last uh talked? Well let's see. I think when we last recorded it would have been I think it was November, so um I think what are we pushing on nine months now, so uh, I mean, let's see, I had a kid since then, which I think if you listened to our very last podcast, you would, our episode, you would have uh, known that, but um, if you're new to listening, uh, I guess you can, I guess you can say I'm a, I'm a happy father of one, but um, let's see, otherwise, hey, yeah, that's right, hey, train, uh, otherwise, you know what, nothing really has uh really gone on, you know, no no changes or anything. So uh I guess I really have nothing more um uh, update. I don't know. What about you? Anything new, Steve? Uh same same we had a had a medical emergency here at the home tonight. So we're recording a little bit late. Uh my daughter was playing on a in the sandbox and tore part of her toenail. So apparently it was the end of the world and it took about two and a half hours to get that resolved. Which really was just, it wasn't, yeah. Yeah, it's just a matter of literally just clipping the toenail off. It wasn't an issue, but you know, but it was it wasn't fatal. No, she's gonna make it. She's gonna be fine. Uh, but I think she got some ice cream out of it, so she came yeah. out ahead of the deal. So, but yeah, I think uh, uh, we were talking about it. I think uh, we're kind of gonna kind of change some things up uh, this year on the podcast. Um, Instead of uh, doing one longer episode, I think we're going to break it down into uh, – we're going to try doing maybe uh, two a week. And, you know, if we're not able to do two a week, then we'll, you know, give a longer, you know, one uh, just for the week. But, uh, you know, we're hoping to kind of break it down maybe more into, um, you know, your college sports and first year uh, pro sports. So um, maybe just quicker listen and – uh, and you can get your best best then. I don't know, Steve. I don't know. Do you have anything to add? Yeah, um, and I think we might be doing some, like, uh, site-specific picks or whatever. Um, so if you go yeah. to, like, illegalhands.com, we're going to start getting some articles up and then start uh, – we'll give some picks away on there as well. And then how that's going to work, we'll see. We'll see what works. Uh, feedback from you guys is always good because that's what really counts. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm kind of ready to just kind of get rolling. Uh, like today is yeah. going to be college football. Um, are kind of our, these are just kind of fun. I don't usually bet these because, um, when I do, I forget that I did. And then sometimes <laughs> I get money in my account at the end of the year and I have to look and see what that's for. Uh, cause I kind of, you know, I'm short term memory and, so I kind of like, why did I just get five dollars? <laughs> oh wait, because yeah, know, it's kind of one of those things where it's, 
it's not that instant gratification or, you know, you're not going to find yeah. out that day. But um, it's probably a less stressful, uh, you know, bet, but it could also be a very uh, profitable bet. And oh, yeah. um, I think a lot of these lines, well, I guess you could say they're lines, you know, these totals, um, they seem, you know, fairly easy, you know, to think you know, you know, what's going to happen. But then again, that's why uh, that's why these numbers are, you know, put up and just to make you think, you know, you know, but we really know, you know, so. We we do know. We do know, know, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so. I guess. Go ahead. Oh, no, it's like it's, so if this sounds like your typical, like, work conference call, because it is, like, literally my, my phone says conference on it right now because this is how we're doing this. So uh, yeah. I apologize if we, if we interrupt the and flow it, a little bit. And I'm actually in the garage, so, I mean, not oh, my nice. normal workplace, but it's going to be for yeah. now. Yeah, and I'm sitting on the casting couch. Uh, <laughs> are, are, you, uh, are you drinking anything, John? Um, I was just drinking a glass of water, you know, I, I haven't, uh, my radio voice was kind of going out, so I, you know, need to refresh uh, myself, so that should be good. I'm drinking, uh, Adios Pantalones from... Oh, yeah, is any good? Uh, you know, the first one was kind of terrible. Uh, it's growing on me, so it's from <laughs> Rar yeah, think- Sons. Lord, Robert, I'm sure the more you drink, the better it tastes. It really does. Um, no, it's not bad. It's it's different. It's kind of like a kind of like an IPA type thing. I'm not a huge IPA fan, but uh, Steph, my wife, took a sip and she about spit it out. She hated it. I actually don't mind it. <laughs> so I now have one I can buy if she won't drink. Nice. So pretty good. I will get this again. So and that's pretty good. Uh, but anyway, nobody cares about my pantalones. Now, oh, now we all know you're alcoholic, so. Right, I'm, I'm an alcoholic, and I'm on the casting couch, and I'm by myself, so I'm not wearing pants, obviously. <laughs> so, like, like it was, it was a, it was a struggle to put pants on even when John came over, just because you know, I'm home. Yeah. Kind of like the dad on Goldberg. Yeah. As soon as I walk in the door, my pants just burn. Take them off, but. Uh, yeah, my. So the right. way we're gonna do it is we're each gonna give our, you know six, seven, or eight, you know, favorite uh, win totals of the year. And, um, you know, you take our word for it, and we're going to hope that you win some money at the end of the year. So um, we'll give our best, uh, our favorite pick. I say we, you know, hold out last for that one. But um, uh, should we start it off, Steve? Yeah, yeah, let's go. I'll, I'll let you go first there, and then I'll follow. All right. We'll gonna- uh, I'm going to go graphic. with, what was that? Oh, a snake turns, kind of like a, we'll just do a little snake oh, draft yeah. type of style here. Uh, and I know looking at our list, uh, we have some of the same picks, so uh, we can just kind of either bounce off each other or just, you know, whatever we want to do. But uh, um, first thing I'm going to talk about is, uh, I'm going to talk about Stanford. And I I have them at eight. And I'm going to go with the over. Uh, to me, it's a pretty that's a pretty easy bet for me. Um, since uh, 2008, they've never uh, they haven't lost more than eight games. And I think since 2008, they've 
finished with eight games three times. So um, I guess you could say what would be 70% of the time they're finishing with more than eight wins. Um, not only that, but they have uh, – they return their quarterback and what possibly the best running back in the game, if not – uh, it's not the best, the second best. So um, they have a lot of uh, returning starters. So I think uh, eight is a pretty low number for them, and I look at them probably winning uh, at least nine, ten, and uh, winning their division. So uh, to me, that's an easy, easy over for me. So all right, I like it. I like it. Um, my first one here will be the Seminoles of Florida State, and I'm going over seven and a half. Uh, they're healthy now. They've been, they were banged up from the first game on last year, and then there was rumors all year long that uh, Captain Jimbo there was going to be on his way out. He was. Um, so now they maybe they got a little, little more confidence, a little more uh, solidarity there at the head coach position, and they're healthy and they're talented. So I think you know, eight wins is tough, but I, I I think Florida State can go ahead and get that and get back in the – I don't know if they'll make the playoffs, but they can get back in the conversation anyway and give a scare to some of those other um, ACC teams. Yeah, I, I, I'll bounce off that, too. Just just the fact that they're at what, – what is it at, seven and a half? Yeah, seven and a half. Yeah, I, to me, that is, that's crazy low. I mean, I think – Two or three, maybe even four years in a row when Jimbo was there, they had top five recruiting class uh, just because he's not there. I mean, yeah, he's a hell of a coach, but um, they're going to they're gonna be fine. So, uh, yeah, I think that is actually – that's a very easy over. Um, all right, my next one's going to be – I'm going to go with Michigan, and I have them at uh, nine, and I'm going to go with the over. Um the first time, I believe, since Harbaugh's been there that they have a quarterback that it's not just going to be a game manager. I think he's actually going to be a playmaker and win them some games that, you know, maybe a game over Ohio State or, you know, Penn State. I mean, they're going to have a tough, some tough games in the Victim East, but uh, they return a lot of talent on defense, possibly the best defense in college football, so... Um, I really think this is their year, and I actually think they're going to win the East. So over nine, it's going to happen. That's all I have. Okay, yeah, I, I I could see that too. Like you said, I think the quarterback spot's a big deal for them. Um, their defense is obviously going to be good, but if they can get that quarterback nailed down. Uh, Harbaugh have them going. Oh yeah. Um, let's see next. Let's uh, let's go with an under. Let's go with. The Tigers from Missouri, um, my buddy, good friend, longtime pal, Josh Heupel's gone. Uh, I've never actually met him, but um, he's been a pal of mine in my heart ever since about 2000. Um, <laughs> but, look, Missouri does not really belong in the SEC. Uh, they never really should have went there. They, they're pretty much outclassed uh, by the majority of teams. In the SEC, and that's including teams like Memphis. You know, Memphis is coming along pretty well. Um, and Missouri needed some wins against some easier teams at the end of last year to hit their number. Six and a half, I think, is a lot to ask. 
for this team. And I just don't see it. They might get six wins, might go bowling, but seven wins, I don't know if I see it on their, with their schedule. So I'm going to take the under of the, uh, of the Tigers. All right. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people would probably, they might go with the over just because the fact that they have, uh, a potential number one overall pick at quarterback. But I mean, that doesn't mean you're going to win all your games. I mean, that's just, that's just pro prospect. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, Josh, if you're going to believe, if you believe that Drew Locke is going to, you know, win them a bunch of games, they still, you know, have to play defense. And that was one of their biggest issues last year. So, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen was a top pick in Wyoming. I don't know what, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember offhand what their record was, but it wasn't great. So, yeah, yeah but I, I also, I also have a feeling that we're going to see, the real Josh Allen. So I think he'll be like a Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, I don't know. He's a stud with the Niners, but. Oh, yeah, Glean Babbert. Yeah, Glean Babbert was great. <laughs> All right, let's keep the ball rolling. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, South Carolina. And currently they're at uh, seven. I'm going to go with the over again. Um, they uh, return a lot of guys from last year's pretty talented squad. But they also had a lot of injuries last year that kind of held them back. But they still won nine games last year. And that's in the SEC. So that's pretty good when you lose some of your top guys. But um, I know they have a really good quarterback, um, a really good uh, few wideouts and and, uh, running back. So they're they're stacked at the skill positions on offense. And uh, I know their defense is pretty good. I've been reading up a lot of stuff about them. Uh, they do avoid Alabama, but they do play Clemson and Georgia. So, um, you know, it is, yeah, they don't play Alabama, but they still have that cross, uh, cross team with Clemson. But, uh, no, I think seven wins, I think it's a little low for them. Uh, I'm looking at more kind of like last year, either nine wins or eight wins. So, um, I'll go with the over for South Carolina. All right. I like it. Um, Let's go with the Irish, Notre Dame Irish. Um, Notre Dame's loaded. Um, they a little bit easier schedule. I think they're better than they were last year. Um, they can get another win in there. They can get to 10 wins. 10 wins is a lot. Um, but Notre Dame's, they've been humming lately, and they're, they have a really, really good team. They're going to be com- competing for the playoff. One thing that really hurts them is being an independent if you drop a game. You don't have that championship game to try to get back in it, which is yeah, that's true. which is tough. Like the Big Twelve uh, now has the Big Twelve championship in that again, which really helps. But yeah, I mean it's kind of that, so they they that's, that could hurt them. So I can see if they if they drop a game early on, um, and it looks like they're not going to be in the playoff. They may drop one late in the year. Cause then just well, I was looking at their schedule, small bowl. I was looking but, at yeah. their uh, I was looking at their schedule compared to. Like last year, last year it seemed like it was a gauntlet. Uh, this year it does seem a little bit easier. Yeah, they still, you know, they, uh, I believe they play Michigan still. I think that's who they open up against. So that'll be a good test right there. But, um, uh, it's not quite as tough as, uh, previous years. And the third, um, you know, I believe they can at least get that over mark. So I do like that. Um, I also had that on my list. So I'm just, Kind of doing a little bounce off of that, but uh, um, did you have any more on Notre Dame? 
No, I think I think that pretty much covers it. Like you said, I, their schedule was brutal last year, and they still they still killed it. So hitting ten wins right. again, they can they can do that. Yeah. All right. Uh, my next one is going to be uh, Louisville. I have them under seven, so it's my first under. Um, they only won eight games last year, and that was with Lamar Jackson. He pretty much carried that team on offense. They had no defense. He did the best he could, um, but a lot of times it wasn't even enough. So um, they're going to be scrambling to uh, figure out, you know, what life is like after Lamar Jackson. Uh, they only returned 11 starters. Um, and I think they only bring back – I think I saw it was four on defense, on a bad defense already, so – um, I think they'll be lucky to make a bowl, but I think they're even. I think they're going to finish with like five wins. So, um, I under seven for sure. I I do not like them at all. All right, I like it. Uh, my next one here might seem like piling on a little bit, and we don't know exactly what's going to happen with the coach. So I kind of tip my pick there a little bit, but um, the Buckeyes. Under ten and a half, getting to eleven wins. Uh, the schedule is a little bit better, but with the Meyer situation, that's going to be tough. And even with Meyer, they dropped. You know, they. I'm not saying they shouldn't have lost to Iowa, but they shouldn't have lost that bad. <laughs> yeah. And they probably. I mean, Oklahoma was really good last year, but it was a night game in Columbus. Oklahoma controlled the game. They just couldn't get touchdowns in the first half. But in the second half, they finally were able to get in the end zone and kind of put it away in third quarter. And yeah. I, they, Ohio State struggled last year. And I don't know, man. Getting 11 wins with – I mean, they still have tons of talent. They're Ohio State. But I don't know. That's a lot to ask, especially with the coaching situation. So I'm going to go ahead and take the under on that. Not only that, but um, they're bringing in a new quarterback. I mean – Sure, he's, you know, highly touted and whatnot, but just think about the, you know, previous, uh, you could probably say five years, even before Urban was there, you know, you knew who the quarterback was going to be. You know, it went from, you know, Braxton Miller to uh, Cardell Jones to J.T. Barrett. So, and they all kind of, you know, they all played with each other during those years. Now it's a completely new guy that – um you know, we've got to kind of wait and see, you know, and see what he does. I'm sure he'll be a stud, but um, that's a lot of pressure. So, um, I do like, yeah, I think there's going to be some fallout, too, with this Urban Meyer thing going on. So, um, good pick there. Uh, my next one, I believe we our next one that we have, uh, all right, we'll, we'll go with Iowa. I know uh, we both have them. Um, they're currently sitting at seven and a half wins, and we both like the over. Um, that's my favorite team, so I know quite a bit about them, but uh, they returned uh, uh, in quarterback that they had last year, uh, so you look for him to improve. Uh, they did lose some guys on defense, some pretty big names, but um, they tend to uh, fill those spots in pretty good at linebacker and DB. So, uh, yeah, there might be a little setback, but I think they can um, fill in those voids. But it, what really uh, intrigued me the most about getting over seven and a half is their schedule. 
they play a really weak schedule. So uh, just looking at their schedule, you can almost look at it and say, man, they really have potential to either win maybe 10 games. So um, they're really going to have to stub, stub their toe a lot, which with Iowa, it's always possible. But uh, for me, uh, I don't see them getting below – Seven wins. So I, I, I like personally uh, at least nine wins this year. So we'll see. I don't know what you have to say, Steve. But yeah, pretty similar. Biggest thing for me is the schedule. Um, yeah. Another thing too, I know they're the Wisconsin game. Uh, yep. From what I heard, as uh, I was listening to, I believe it was ESPN or one of those, and they had Bill mm-hmm. Steele on, and he's kind of like the college football guru. And he was saying that he was talking to Kirk Ferentz about that game. And I guess Kirk Ferentz is already fighting to get it to be a night game. So, yeah. you know, it's, Kinnick at night is tough. Just ask Penn State yeah, you know, you need a miracle. Yeah, ask the Buckeyes what happens at Kinnick at night. So, yeah, if Ferentz uh, is already – Ferentz knows about it. He's already fighting for that night game against the Badgers. Uh, so, yeah, yeah that'd, I mean, that would be fun. Uh, that would be a fun game to watch. It would be a fun game to go to, but I don't know if I could yeah. sing that with, with the misses. But <laughs> or, yeah, but, I, think, uh, I think that's going to be – that's the most expensive game, too, to go to. So. Yeah, yeah. It would be, uh, I don't know. It's, it's one of those ones where it would be fun to go, but uh, sitting on the couches. That's what yeah. we're to, so. Sitting on the couch, eating nachos, trying to avoid the nucleus is always a good way to to watch a game, too. Oh, yeah, never eat the nucleus. No, you, you, do what you, you, want. you treasure the nucleus. You, you know, you work around the nucleus. That's true. So. All right. That's, All right. Do whatever. All right, this next one, you know what? I can't do it. I can't do it. You want my list. Hold on. You know, if you're hitting your best one, let me. Uh, I'll knock. Uh, I'll knock one more out, and then I'll let you uh, hit your best one. Uh, I, I, I mean, it's not my best one, but uh, I'm actually going to take one off my list. So if you want, okay. if you want to go ahead and hit one, go ahead. I just can't. I just can't root for this team in any way. So uh, I'm going to leave it on my list so at the end of the year. I can look to see how my pick went, but I might give it out on the site or something, maybe. All right. Uh, but, all right. I'll give one. Mine's going to be – it's not a Power 5 team, but I was just doing some, you know, running down, you know, a lot of these uh, numbers, and there was one that really stuck out to me, and that was North Texas. Uh, they're sitting at eight wins, and I like the over. Last year they won nine games. Um, they bring back a pretty highly touted uh, quarterback. Uh, like I said, they won nine games last year. They returned 17 starters, so – um, they didn't lose a lot of guys, so um, I look at them to uh, really improve. I'm not saying they're going to go undefeated or win 11 games, but uh, for a team uh, in that, you know, in the conference they play in, they could easily definitely win the conference and then I would say get to 10 wins. So uh, to me, that's a pretty uh, – I like the over on that, so over eight. I like it. Going for those some of those smaller schools. Yeah, yeah. I figure I'd throw one in. Um, all right, I'm gonna throw a small school in there too next here. Uh let's go with UCLA. Oh, okay. Um, not really a small school, but uh small in the amount of wins I'm looking at getting. 
Yeah. I'm going to take under five and a half. Um, they're going from like a pro style with a poorly run team with Jamora Jr., uh, ex special yeah. teams and defensive coach for the 49ers, but that was back in the day. Um, now they lose their quarterback, obviously. Now they got Chip Kelly, which is a completely different system. Completely different way of blocking for the offensive line. Um, again, I was listening to the Phil, Phil Steele interview, and he was saying that I guess they're having a hard time kind of adjusting to the the pace difference and the, the kind of zone blocking scheme in that. And so it's going to be a big change for UCLA. And the five and a half, the number, to get six wins to go bowling is going to be tough. And another thing, too, is when Chip Kelly was doing great at Oregon, he was kind of the only one doing that. I mean, there was a couple other schools that kind of ran the really fast, no huddle, quick, with athletic quarterbacks, you know. Uh, But now there's, I mean, a lot of schools do that because it works. So teams are teams are more familiar with it and can defend it better and prepare for it better. So I think that's maybe a little bit hampering them a little bit. But it's the first year there. I mean, and UCLA doesn't have the facilities that like an Oregon does with Phil Knight and all that. So that's true. Yeah, it's, I just think I just think uh, six wins and going bowling in the first year is kind of a lot. That lots of predictions. Yeah, I actually, I, I was going to put that on my list, but then I, you know, I just started doing some thinking and, you know, a lot of stuff that you're talking about. Like, my only hang-up was, is, you know, Chip Kelly in college football, I mean, you might be able to throw him in right now and say he's maybe a top-ten coach. I don't know if you would, but um, it's hard to, you know, if you just look past what he did in pro ball and you just, you know, see what he was doing when he left Oregon, I mean... He was easily a top ten coach, but uh yeah, it's gonna oh, take yeah. him a little time and um I guess probably the best the best thing that's probably going his way is that he's in the uh Pac twelve, which really not that tough, so but I do I, I am with you. I I do like the under, so cool. I will agree with you on that. Cool. Right on. Alright, um I believe let's see. Uh how many games do you have left on your? I have two left. Okay. I added one quick. Okay. And I have one that you have Nebraska, don't you? Yeah. All right. And is that your is that your best bet? That's probably my best bet. Yeah, that's pro- I'm thinking of it. That's the the one I'm All going right. with. All right. Well, um, I don't know if you want to add the one. You know, I'll give my best bet right now, and then I'll let you uh, summarize Nebraska a little bit. Cool. All right, my best bet of the season, to me, it's actually pretty easy. It's going to be Kansas. Their their number is set at three. Now, in the last three years, they've only won three games. So to think that they're going to, you know, win three in one year, uh, that's a lot of high hopes. Um I think in order for them to get three wins, they're going to have to win three of their first four games. Now, they don't, you know, they play Nichols, uh, let's see, Central Michigan and Rutgers, and then Baylor. So, you know, could they? Uh, they may be good, but I, I'm going to say that's a hard no. Uh, they do bring back 19 starters, which 
I think might be the most in college football, or at least in Power Five. But they're not good players. They're, you know, they can't hang with Texas, Oklahoma, you know, all the powers in the Big 12, um, even the bottom tier guys, you know, they can't hang with. So, um, under three, for sure. I mean, it's, it's going to happen. Uh, coach will get fired. They'll bring in the next guy to try turning turn it around. Ain't going to happen. So, um, that's my lot. So, uh, Kansas under three. All right. All right. I like it. Um, I'm actually going to go with, let's see, was that, was that your last one? Well, I have another one that's, uh, your best bet. So I, oh, right. you know, right, I'll, right. I'll let you kind of do it. And then if I have anything to bounce off it, then I will. All right. I'm just going to throw my other one out there. Uh, I'm going to go with BC. Um, I like over five and a half. Uh, I know they beat Florida State last, last year. Florida State was pretty rough. But, uh, I mean, they have a really good defense. They're really well coached. I think they're maybe a little better than last year. I think they can get to six wins. Um, I like BC over five and a half. But my best bet is Nebraska, um, over six and a half. Uh, I know, Mm -hmm. I know expect they've been trying to the media around here because we live essentially in Nebraska, like five minutes away, uh, (laughs) crossing the river, uh, unfortunately. But, um, I mean, he's been trying to, like, temper expectations of the fans because once they hired Scott Rossi board, like, you know, 95 championship, here we come. You know, we're going to be a dominant team. We got the next Tommy Frazier, you know, next time Osborne here. Next Tommy Frazier quarterback, we're going to just roll through the season. And, you know, the the papers around here and stuff have said, hey, it's a rebuilding year, this and that. We're the new system. But all that being said, I like Scott Frost a lot. I think he's a good coach. Um, six and a half. All you have to do is get seven wins. They don't have to make the playoffs or anything to to hit this number. So, um, just on motivation alone, they're going to be focused. They're going to be motivated. You know, they're going to be up for every game. I think getting seven wins with this team is very doable. Yeah, to me, I think the number is seven wins. I think that is what they get to. Um, so six and a half. Yeah, it's pushing it, which. Obviously, that's all these numbers, but um, kind of like what Steve was saying. This, you know, Scott Ross—he's a whole different. He has a whole different mindset and motivation than Mike Riley. You know, Mike Riley—he probably didn't yell at anyone. I actually heard that weightlifting was an option there, <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's definitely changed. Um, it's going to be a whole different. I mean, you saw what he did at Central Florida. Um, sure, it's a smaller uh, conference, you know, and but he turned that uh, team around. I'm not saying they're going to go 12 and 0 or anything like that. Hopefully, they never do again. But um, uh, no, um, I think they're going to put up points. The thing is, is you know, will they outscore their opponents? So um, no, I think they'll make a bowl. I think they'll win seven games. And I hope they never win more than seven games uh, for the rest of their, you know, program's history. But uh, uh, <laughs> I think this year, for sure, they get over six and a half. Uh, right on. I, yeah. Um, yeah, those are, I mean, those are, those are our, you know, best bets for total wins this year. Um, I think we feel pretty confident about what we, you know, threw at you guys. 
Um, otherwise, we wouldn't have, you know, really fed them. Uh, kind of like what Steve said, uh, hopefully on the website we're able to um, maybe throw up uh, more total wins uh, over-unders. Um, maybe we'll run through each, uh, you know, conference and just do a quick, you know, over-under what we think, you know. That we might not yeah. feel the most confident about it, but we might just give our case, you know. Sure. And, uh, so we'll see. Um, I don't know. What do you have, Steve? Uh, that's about all I got right now. I think, uh, I think that's pretty good. We'll have to keep your eye out for the NFL one coming up soon. It'll be kind of a similar to this, which is some of our best picks for over-unders um, there as well. Yeah, like I tell you the truth, I haven't even looked at any of the NFL ones, so uh, I really don't know what anyone's uh, really sitting at. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see, like, what the Browns are at, uh, 49ers, you know, teams like that, you know. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of hype for those teams. but um, I think the Browns are, like, five and a half. Yeah. See, now that's crazy considering mm-hmm. they didn't win a game last year. But yeah. They brought in a lot of good pieces, so. Yeah. They, um, have, they have talent. But they do. They do. You do actually they, kind of see a little bit of light, you know, coming through the tunnel. So. Yeah. Um Still though, man, they're the Browns. Exactly. Like they got the helmet, <laughs> so like something's gonna, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I like. I would mind seeing it just because, you know, whatever. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Like I said, we'll have to, you know, dive into the numbers and just see what we like and go from there. But uh, I mean, no, I, I really don't have any more on this. Uh, you know, episode. I, I am definitely excited for you know football to start. I know preseason just started, but now I'm ready for I'm ready for college football and you know the real NFL season to start and uh, pretty much you know see some see some smash mouth football or well it's probably not even really that anymore. But yeah, uh, <laughs> but, no, I'm, right. I'm ready for football to start. Starts up here. What I think three four weeks so probably three weeks yeah yeah about three uh, weeks be here soon but uh, I have nothing yeah, I love more it. Steve so yeah I think that's I think that's all I got my pantalones beer is running low so I think we're good there <laughs> so okay um well thanks for listening everybody um you will hear from us soon and hopefully we hear from you so uh, the the deal still stands about the mom picks. So feel free yeah, to do, yeah. do, do what you want to do there. Uh, send those in, post them, email, whatever. I don't care. Go to the website. You can comment on anything. Uh, but yeah, so keep an eye on illegalhands.com. We're going to do some more posting there. And, um, what's your Twitter uh, handle, John? Uh, it is, you know what? Just search me at, uh, John McGrath, M C G R A T H. And hopefully yeah, uh, it comes up. Um, if not, uh, I'll be uh, I'll be posting a lot of stuff with you know hashtag illegal hands um, stuff like that, and hopefully uh, throwing out a lot more picks. I know there for a while I was I was tweeting a lot, you know, with uh, just free picks. So um, yeah, be on the lookout for that. So yeah, I think that's kind of what we're trying to do is just. Um, when we tweet something out, we put it out there, we just hashtag it with legal hands. That way you just have to type it in. You don't have to remember handles and whatnot. It's kind of a mess. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, just put legal hands in. You'll find it. 
and uh, go from there. So, um, all right, Don, I guess if you don't have anything else, I'm good. So nope. thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later. Peace out, bitches. That's my life. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Back is back, cause I'm mass destruction. Guess you see the bad boys arresting. Testing competition, win the war, that's their mission. Not no mercy, see the race like the street. If you don't know, you better find out.